0: Out comedian, actor, writer, and radio personality Keith Price is my guest host today. As they say, when the cat's away, the mice will play. This is the focus group.
1: It's the savvy side of nine to five. Listen, Bueller, 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 laugh. Ah! And learn. Negotiation. This is what you do in business. This is The Focus Group with Tim Bennett. S-T-A-U-N-C-H. And John Nash. Keep your clothes looking neat and clean. We're all business. Except when we're not.
0: Welcome to The Focus Group. John Nash here. It's Wednesday the 29th, and as I said, the cat's away, the mice will play. And that means Tim is not with me today, but I am very, very, very lucky and fortunate to have a good friend of ours from our old OutQ family join me on set as my co host today. You love him, you know him. It's none other than Mr. Keith Price. Hello. <laughs> look, Hello we, even, we even have a Chiron for look you, at comedian, that. actor, writer, and radio pri- personality. And in the booth, we have Steve and Garrett. We Hi, have Steve Garrett on and we have Steve on video. Steve's going to switch it up. See how he does it with look, Keith Price? KeithPriceComic.com? <gasps> wow. Or your tagline. Look at that. <laughs> these you guys, guys are so fancy here. Well, these guys, without this team, we don't go out to the magic of the world. We don't bring our magic to the world is That's the way I should right. say that. That's all right. Hey, focusgroupradio.com is the only URL you need to find out everything about me, Tim, the show. All our uh, media is there, including our Tuesday podcast, Unbutton. We want to thank everybody for uh, subscribing, liking, and downloading that. We're having a lot of fun with it, so you could check it out there. And if you want to talk to Keith, he's live here in studio. Do not hesitate to call 877-962-6846. Garrett will take your call. He's a very polite on the phone. Oh, extremely <laughs> is always extremely polite. He is. He was always <laughs> polite. I remember back in the days. Do you? I'm oh, serious. you remember Garrett?
2: Yes, I we were Garrett. office
1: mates for a while, yes. right? Yeah.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Seriously?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We kind of like his show was ending. He'd like last hour after a show, he'd be there, and as I came in, kind yeah. of thing. So the booths were catty-corner. So
0: Al Q was here, and Opie and Anthony were, like, down the hall. No, I
1: wasn't with them. I was with uh, Jay Thomas. Oh, you were with Jay Thomas. And he was up on
2: the second floor with all of us in the corner where we <laughs> – the, the pit area. It was like, you know, there were folks well, – put him over there. Channels. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of how they treat you. You're in the corner. Put him over there. But
1: it was nice. We had a, view, a window office and everything, mm-hmm. and they quickly moved us out of there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it was great, though. Just a moment.
0: <laughs> so, you know, on our show, Garrett tends to relate more to Tim. Uh, maybe maybe relates not the best word, but he aligns. There we go. He oh, aligns okay. with him more. Right.
2: Um so he's your sworn enemy, is what I'm getting at.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Look out for Keith, you.
2: Keith, what have you been up to lately? Oh Let everybody my gosh. know. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, I have been slowly returning back to comedy and getting up and doing gigs again. And that's been a lot of fun because I've been very angry. <laughs> the, the world has been very angry. And then um, well, I've it, also it just been... Just pause there for oh, a second. Yeah.
0: Is that a requirement for, for great stand-up you, you or know for what
2: stand-up? I have to say... Uh, I was saying this earlier um, off mic that I have become that comedian that you know like of course you see me sitting here now with giving you zebra print which looks fabulous on camera it does actually <laughs> very um, shiny and- isn't it shiny and perfect. this is going to be these are like my new red carpet looks because I've been doing a lot of red carpet stuff but I, I've been maintaining my podcast which has you know finally I got it on Spotify a couple of months ago and, and that's Keith Price's Curtain Call
0: curtain in call. case you don't know Where's my Chiron? No, I'm just kidding.
2: Where is my Chiron? <laughs> um, but I've been doing the, the... I've been working on my podcast. And then I've also been... You know, it, because as an entertainer, you know, you have to do lots of things in order to kind of maintain some sort of a lifestyle. So I've also been working as a tour guide. I've been doing tours downtown for City Ramblers, which has been fun. Walking tours are always a lot of fun because, A cardio and because <laughs> we do need and it's fun because you get to kind of create this whole experience for people and then do it again so it's like a really
0: good acting it's a performance
2: exercise. it's a total performance and
0: you so get to fun. give it over and over and over and exactly. refine it and get it better and
2: find things that are new which is really kind of fun for that and then i'm also doing retail part-time retail cuz you know we got to work yay. and then um, at the same time i'm i'm still trying to be consistently creative which is hard because those other elements are taking so much of my time that it's hard for me to sit down and write the things that I really want to write. And so now I'm, like, fighting to try to be that 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 creative person that I've be. But The writing
0: been. part, the writing is like, like writing you just
2: for your have to sit, show? Or writing just... for your show. And also, too, because I've been trying to get into the blogging thing. Because the blogging stuff is where you can kind of churn out other ideas for your stage moments. You know, like, you can get into the harshness of what you want to say with – A blog, but then you can turn around and still, when you're on stage presenting the same material, you can talk about it and find a lighter place to make it work as a comedy piece as well. So it's kind of like a dual activity, just like, you know, talking about, I was working on a piece right now about how I feel like toxic masculinity started with Mad Men in our country. Like once Mad Men became a popular piece of-
0: So Keith, how long, like I'm trying to remember how far, because- for me, uh, everything is yesterday. Yeah. But Mad Men was actually several years ago.
2: Yeah, 2006, six, seven, whatever that was.
0: And it kind of went, and, and it went they took it... a break, and they finished up. But it, right. So it really was a chunk of time ago.
2: It was a chunk of time ago, but I feel like it put a very strange kernel in the minds of, and I hate to say this because I know people get upset, but of straight white men. Straight white men, for the longest time, have felt whatever they've been feeling, allegedly. And I feel like when Mad Men came back to, to flourishion, it gave them an idea of thinking about themselves differently.
0: Because, to, or a license
2: to. Right. license to think of themselves differently. And that's kind of like, if you think about when that started and you watch the kind of parade of crazy that we've been living since then, it kind of makes sense, just a little bit. It's I'll sort of like The Handmaiden's see- Tale right now.
0: Hello. I'll be curious to see if you put that out there, like if you're doing a blog post, what kind of feedback you'll get to that thesis, right? Because,
2: I mean, it's a crazy idea, but I mean, I really, I've had an opportunity because we watch entertainment from different places doing what we do. And so I've been able to kind of look at it from beyond just the, oh my God, Don Draper is so hot, which he is, (laughs) you know, come on now, hello, very famous. But at the same time, it didn't, there's an there's a undertone to that that people don't necessarily pick up right away, and it kind of, like, stays with them. And I, I noticed that right away, like, with the drinking and the smoking and the way that they talk to women, the way they talk to the black people, and the way they talk to the Latinos, like, the way that that lifestyle allowed them to be in charge. I feel like that's kind of what we're dealing with right now. But that's just... That's just the view. I'm
0: just saying. I'm just saying.
2: (laughs) You know, because I'm I'm sitting here in a zebra-printed, you know, vest that's shiny. So who's going to really listen to me say that kind of stuff? But that's how what I feel sometimes. But now I have to find a way to say that and make people laugh.
0: So where are you going to end up, like, where would you do stand-up? Like downtown?
2: I would do stuff like I do work out sometimes at the Duplex a lot on the Wednesday nights. With that suddenly stand-up with... used to be our poppy kramer and then i also try to like gig around like it's it's a little harder for me because i'm just not into that being out till 2 a.m in a nightclub
0: is that what it really takes
2: there's there's a lot more of that i mean and i i kind of was able to circumvent a lot of that but i'm gonna have to kind of play a little of that that game now if i want to kind of be seen because again i'm 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 not your average comedian, and I'm not the same type that you expect. It's like, yes, I'm a big gay guy, and yes, I'm a black guy, and yes, I can bring all of that into a conversation, but I'm also Latino, so I have that essence to bring into a conversation, you know? It's like, I'm also human, so I have that well, to bring into it could as well. you can flip it
0: all around and start with that you one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's not forward, what people yeah.
2: see right away, go figure. They don't even think of you as human. They don't even think of you as human. I didn't all... even
0: know you had Latino.
2: Yeah, my parents were both from Honduras. My, I'm a first-generation American, actually.
0: Wow. I want to be in America. So, you know, you reconstituted yourself. Yeah. And, and for, for some for some of our listeners who may not know, we all shared airtime on OutQ, yeah. which was a SiriusXM satellite channel.
2: We had a great time. Channel,
0: and it was a unique group of people and even more so, I think, a very unique group of listeners.
2: Yes. Well, I mean. Very loyal. I, they were very loyal. Very
0: personable.
2: Although a lot of y'all have not come to uh, Keith Price's Curtain Call.
0: <laughs> do, you mean saying, for, do you mean
2: for the you know, podcast? Y'all could subscribe for a, <laughs> a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Y'all loved it at me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but, you know, it's available on all kinds of outlets now, which is great.
0: But here's the thing. You'd be surprised how many people don't know we still do what we do. That's true. I got an email the other day from someone who said, I found you on iHeartRadio. And I'm like, found us. Was I lost? (laughs) What what happened? I mean, I do feel lost now and then (laughs) in the current times. But um, and he said, I'm so glad I found you. And then his discovery journey continued. He found DNR. Mm hmm. They have a whole network of stuff. But he didn't know that because it's it's subscriber based the whole bit. So, you know, what's also
2: interesting, too, I think, is that when we were allowed to exit, should I say that's a better way of saying it, when we were allowed to exit, there was a lot of conversations about what you couldn't do after you left. Right away, and so that kind of feeds into. I wasn't. Aware you know of what that. I mean? Yeah. Like you, you know. I
0: see. We were different. We yeah. Were, well,
2: because you came in with money. We were, That's how y'all did it. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be. <laughs> let's be for Came be in with money. money. Let's be for real. For real. We would.
0: Oh, in fact, we got that. The yeah. the undercurrent was, oh, the focus group guys. Oh well, yeah,
2: this. you know. But I appreciated it because I'm like, I need to learn that game. That's how I viewed it. Other people might have been shady. I won't say who.
0: <laughs> okay, because that's we are so different. But you as were, atten- but see, the difference was we were a co-produced show. Right. So we had we were given studio mm-hmm. and and like assistant producer, yeah. producer, call screener, and airtime. But we bought for our clients yeah. and stuff like that but if you if we weren't doing that we would have been an employee of Sirius and when they when they wrapped
2: it up they wrapped it up
0: and when but i'm shocked that you actually would have had some kind of constraint on what you were doing well you know you just you have a window
2: of time of the things that you can and can't say when you leave you know when you sign that that um severance agreement <laughs> it's like there's certain things that you can't say Or they would have like asked for your money back or you couldn't like, you know, when you're doing your next venture, your next venture, you had to be like a six month window of time between the time that you were doing it
0: and advertising. So like, that better, better, that better have been a long severance package. It was,
2: you know, it wasn't awful.
0: (laughs) Could have been longer. (laughs) Yeah. And you also got health benefits
2: Uh, up until the end of those. Okay. And then it was a dog eat dog world. And then
0: the welcome Midwest. to the world of being an individual without yeah. a group and buying. Healthcare, into a mm-hmm. And now you're at your bronze or your silver level and you still got to be able to cough up <laughs> six or seven thousand dollars in deductibles on top of the. Like,
2: sure. So this is it has been great. Let's just say it's been great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, right before we got on, you brought up something that I was intrigued by. You were yes. talking about former House of Representatives, uh Representative Aaron Schock, oh. Republican Aaron Schock. I think he guys was Aaron Schock from. I want to say it was Ohio Ohio or Illinois or something, right?
2: Something something Midwest and wholesome.
0: Hot, hot guy. Illinois. Illinois. There you go. Thank you, Garrett. See, he's on the board. Garrett, I got you, baby. Wired. He's the guy that had his office done like Down Abbey in Washington. Everybody got like, "What the hell's going on?" It was all deep red and framed pictures, looking and, like a bordello. And and then he was on the cover of Men's Health magazine at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, looking for good and stuff, six pack abs. Well, now he's apparently out but not really that's who you're talking about yeah well he's he's out and about (laughs) but i don't know
2: if he's officially out but like i just saw something on um i think it was kenneth at 212 or something yeah 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 a blog Yeah, yeah and how he was showing the nude pictures of of aaron shock and there was conversation about him at one of the hotels just a couple of weeks ago um seemingly questioning and being somewhat inappropriate around people, gay people, I don't know. My thing is, is that if he's walking the line as a gay man, if he's thinking about coming out of the closet, if he's not out of the closet, we have to just go ahead and own up the fact that he's hot. So he's already broken through the barrier of what he needs to do, at least to get through the gay hassle that's going to come to him because, oh my God, you were blocking us. You just did this, but we'll forgive you because you're hot and he's hot.
0: And that's, well, that was what we were talking about, but he's that's body. He, he's tight yeah. body. he's good looking. Mm-hmm. So he's already gotten the, uh, the pass card. He's right? got
2: the pass card. He's, he's going to walk into the gay community with the pass oh, card. Thank you guys. Oh, look, see, mm-hmm. how you doing Aaron?
0: Is that, is that one of those Aaron shock? It says that he's the one with the sunglasses. Yeah. On. Yeah. Oh my God, Garrett, mm-hmm. you're right. Look how beautiful he is. Rocking the uh, facial mm-hmm. hair and a little leaner than he was in Congress. And see? I guess that's a constituent that's happy that the water project <laughs> went through or something. You know, oh, thank you, Representative Shock, I for uh, you. for that permit. Yeah. yeah.
2: You see what I'm saying? So. Here he is, you know, and and he will get a pass because he's As good of that. looking. As of
0: what Garrett put up there? That's right. He'll get a
2: pass for that. Whereas all of the legislation and stuff that he like enacted that was anti-gay or or he participated with that was anti-gay and not speaking up. Yeah. You know, what If what a disservice that he's going to do to us. So now he's just going to be another hot penis <laughs> in the gay community. And not as we don't have enough of those either.
0: I don't know how everybody's like, I feel fatigued. Like summer, calendar summer is here. Right. So, real summer starts June, 21st. I think, the, the equinox. Yeah,
2: 20th or 21st. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're in calendar summer and I'm already fatigued because all the headlines are screaming about Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that's barreling towards the Supreme Court. Maps come up all the time showing all the states that are doing these horrific laws to chisel away at it. And it's all because of people like him and the license that seems to have been given to those in Washington. So I'm already like I'm already turning off the TV. Yeah. Because I know the only way to change this is voting. And that ain't happening till November. <laughs>
2: exactly. So, but then the question becomes
0: then, and I said this earlier, it's like,
2: so what are we all waiting for? to have happen at this point. Like, I mean, as a regular citizen, the only thing we really can do is technically vote. Well, so for those of us who voted and for those of us who have enacted these people in Congress to do all of this work, that they're st- you know they're all standing around looking at each other going, should we, should we, I don't know, we could. I, don't- maybe, I mean, if we did, possibly, something could right. happen. But then let's look back and ask our constituents what they think. And I'm thinking to myself, don't look back at me yeah. because we put you there. Yeah. So you do your work. And then you come back to us with the results that we think we need to have. But who am again i'm the guy in the zebra <laughs>
0: in the zebra print you're matching the bow tie away, the mice don't, will play
2: don't forget the matching bow tie
0: now 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 do my little cue thing
2: oh i forgot cue the segment
0: which is what caught oh oh what caught your eye
1: what caught your eye here's what tim i John
0: found. <laughs> no you did not you're fine you're guest hosting you don't know how these things work it's okay Because I was prepared for
2: this segment because I saw something.
0: See, everybody likes when the fourth wall is broken. Is that what we call you, the fourth wall? You guys are calling the fourth wall. I love that. I'm I'm happy with three, but now I'm glad there's four (laughs) because that means the building is more stable. Exactly. So what caught my eye is something frivolous, completely different than that very serious topic we were just on. Yes. And does everybody remember the uh, I'm a Mac? Hello, I'm a Mac. I'm a PC ads. Yes. It's us. Justin Long was always Mac and John Hodgman, who I think was on The Daily Show, uh, was always PC. Right. So recently, Justin Long said that uh, Steve Jobs rejected many of the I'm a Mac ads because they were too funny. When was the last time someone told you, no, don't run that? It's way too funny. People are going to laugh too hard. But the reason is very strange. So uh, Justin Long said um, he shot 300 ads. 66 of them made it to the air. And he said he began to notice that some of the funniest ones would never air. Apparently, the reasoning behind this was that Steve Jobs, quote, preferred when the ads weren't super funny because then it would detract from the point of the commercial. Now, see, I was confused by this because the point of the commercials to make you laugh, I would think, right?
2: Huh.
0: Um, but it was to sell Apple products okay. and not create entertaining comedy routines. Um, so I would have liked to have seen the ones they cut. But I did pick two that I found on YouTube. There's a there's 66 to go through. But I found two. <laughs> so let's see. Steve's going to queue oh, up. Oh, I'm
1: a Mac and I'm a PC. You know, I actually just finished a, a home movie. That's so funny, I just finished my own home movie. I, I did it on iMovie, it was really easy. Well, I doubt it's as excellent as mine, but I'd be happy to take a look. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. Roll it. Hi, so. I'm
0: a mech home movie.
1: Home movie. That looks really professional, right? Well, great. Bye. Wait, 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 what, wait, what about your squeezy Uh, Please. Well, okay, sure. What's <laughs> up? PC home movie. (laughs) Work in progress.
0: So I kind of picked that one because we're (laughs) close to Pride Month. And does it ever fail when you put a guy in a dress and a wig and they don't even try to look like a woman? I mean, that's part of that one. That's just walk down with that. And we have one other ad, I think, Steve.
1: Hello, I'm a Mac. And I'm a PC. What, are you going in for a checkup? Well, I'm upgrading to Vista today, oh, which cool. is great, but I get a little nervous when they mess around with my insides. Well, what do you mean, is it just straightforward? Not really, like a lot of PCs, I have to update my graphics card, my memory. If I want the premium package, I need a faster processors. it's major surgery. I'm sorry about that. Listen, Mac, if I don't come back, I want you to have my peripherals. Oh, come on. PC, you're not good. Ah, oh, speaking of peripherals,
0: See, now, uh, I've watched that a couple times. And that last line, what do you guys make of that speaking of peripherals thing at the end?
1: I'm thinking his butt's hanging out of his hospital gown. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah,
0: Garrett, thank you. Thank you. You nailed it. I have to wa- I'll have to watch that again to make sure. But you're absolutely right, because it's the turnaround. He walks off speaking of peripherals. Okay. All right. Even though he tried not to look... He was forced. (laughs) He couldn't help but see from the side. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, yeah, you remember those ads? I do remember those ads. And and imagine being, uh, as an advertising guy, I can't imagine a client saying to me, oh, boy, these were really, these 66 were going to air, but these others... Were too funny. They're just too damn funny. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Who says that, right? I wonder
2: because I think in the end, like you said, it was about not taking away from the product. Correct. But but the bottom line is when you remember the product, you will remember the product because
0: of a laugh of a commercial. Really funny
2: commercials. I mean, that or a sassy theme song because I still to this day love me some Angélie. I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, and never let you forget you're the man, because I'm a woman.
0: Angelique, come on, don't you remember that? (laughs) How could I not right now? Oh my God. The whole ad is living in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) In all of its zebra glory. Oh my God. Yes, the minute you sang it, I'm like. I mean. Again, Angelique. I don't see, I remember perfume. things for weird reasons. Like, you know, you probably remember looks like a pump, feels like a sneaker. <laughs> and the nuns are playing basketball in high heels because they're supposed to be really comfortable shoes. Now, there's nothing sexy like what you just pulled off, none with none the- in the shoes. <laughs> Playing back. Oh <laughs> And then the, the heels would make these noises on right? the court. <laughs> Looks like a pump. Feels like a sneaker. Why would I remember that and not that glorious? like you know Or
2: Dr. Pepper, the Dr. Pepper commercials from the 70s. Would... I drink
0: Dr. Pepper because I'm proud. Oh. I'm part of an original crowd. Um and if you look around, around each, each day, day, I'm sure you'll find...
2: Well, and if you look around each day, there seems to be a Dr. Pepper craze.
0: Oh, oh yeah,
2: I'm... <laughs> See, again... Or the sugar-free Dr. Pepper commercial.
0: People don't remember that one. I well, no, I didn't even know there was a sugar-free Dr. Pepper. <sighs> With the
2: blue can and the the
0: dark blue label, <gasps> sugar-free Dr. Pepper
2: tastes fattening, but, but it's, it's not. not. How, how can, can anything sugar taste, taste a sh- sugarful? How the great taste this one's got? Sugar-free Dr. No, Pepper tastes it... fattening, but it's not. Yeah, that's the tagline. It's like, how can it have so How can it taste? have so many calories tastes like such a lot how so few calories tastes like such a lot sugar free dr pepper tastes fattening but it's not
0: and folks the Ba-boom. show the show is officially off the rails <laughs> i believe we've gone through a roundhouse into a different track all right but that's all right but, you know we're going to try to keep it on we'll track because we it got back. a keith by the way keith in our second half is going to go over a huge amount of stuff to see and do in new york in june but before Ooh. that we have
1: a business birthday Everyone does celebrity birthday greetings, but The Focus Group is the only show in the universe that celebrates business birthdays. So I'm not Tim.
0: <laughs> if you haven't guessed this already, and Tim does a darn good job with business birthdays. Neither am I. <laughs> so I'm on the phone with Tim the other day. I talk to him every day. Uh-huh. And he's, get, he's in Boston, by the way, giving a speech Hi, for Tim. a friend of ours who is retiring. And it was a, you no, know, you can't had to do this day, so... Mm-hmm. He said, Hey, are you going to do a business birthday? I said, Well, you know, it's the show. I should really do the business birthday. He said, Well, I'll help you out. Mm-hmm. So I got a text message and it just said, Carl Henriks Vonberg, Volvo. There's your business birthday. Done. <laughs> well, you know, guys, Tim does a lot more than just look up a name, he does a whole well, big thing. So, I, I, all right, so we're going to go ahead. So today is the 67th birthday of Carl Henriks Vonberg, who is the current chairman of Volvo. Now, is that a current picture? That is a current picture. Not bad for months. I was going to say, right? yeah. How you doing? So he's holding it up. He's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's money, though. <laughs> so before, yeah. Girl. All right? Girl. I feel like it's, it's turning out, out cue.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> so before he was chairman of Volvo, he was the CEO of Ericsson, telecom company Ericsson. Um and he was also on the board of several different companies, notably, and I think, I, I don't know, I think Tim would have done exactly what I'm about to do. So he was apparently on the board of BP during the time of the Deepwater Horizons spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Right? Yeah, I do remember. He met with President Barack Obama to discuss BP's responsibility for the effects of the Deepwater Horizons spill. He caused a PR uproar by afterwards expressing BP's concern for the common people along the Gulf Coast of the United States whose livelihood is threatened by the oil spill by saying, in quotes, we care about the small people. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was he was drawing upon a Swedish phrase. I'm going to, you know, if Tim were here, he'd tell me not to do this, right? <laughs> Den Lila Maniskan. hmm Somebody in the audience, I'll, you could write and correct me. I'm not going to pay too much attention because I just butchered that. Right. But the correct translation, the Swedish phrase, would have been the common person. So when he's giving his press conference and they're translating and he says "din lilla whatever, and everybody's like, "Oh, he t- he cares about the little people," or the, but in fact, he cared about the common man. That's what it really meant.
2: That's what it sounded like to me. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten that, been out of shape considering that he's German. <laughs> So like, you know, S-
0: Svonberg subsequently apologized for the term and attributed his unfortunate choice of words to a slip in translation. Exactly. Someone lost a job over this. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Someone lost a job <laughs> over this. It's just so
2: sad that you could lose a job for one word, but that's how it goes, yo.
0: Now, the show's going to take another turn. All right. Where are we going? We are going to deep discount land. Ooh. And I'm I love a bargain. And you love an opera glove? of course check this out steve has this magic way of doing things okay so this so as most of you know deep discount is a partner of ours here on the focus group go to focusgroupradio.com and click on the deep discount logo which in fact is a shark now look my arm will disappear because i'm wearing the green gloves see it's time for the deep discount read keith Welcome to the show. And you can tell me how pathetic my puppeteering and the voices. Or are you just in shock? Both. (laughs) I didn't know there was puppetry. Keith just just picked up his phone. He's probably putting like, you know, I'm in the children's ward of a hospital and they're doing a thing with deep discount in a puppet right now. (laughs) So, Keith, I'm so glad you're here today to help with the read. (laughs) Fantastic. So, So that's the puppet. <laughs> hey it's a site-wide summer sale all right own your passion if i had to ask you what would be just off the top of your head name a favorite movie oh god ugh, blazing saddles is blazing saddles available at deep discount i steve's gonna probably plug it in and see for us and but yeah i could guarantee you that it is oh well Two great movies by Mel Brooks in fact Blazing Saddles was just on AMC recently yeah look they have the Blu-ray they have the DVD see and if you watch it on broadcast television uh-huh. it it's not the same
2: <laughs> they cut out
0: all they, of it half the stuff is left on the floor with these <laughs> beeps and because again it was a different time <laughs> And it could never be made again today. It can never be so made you it again. at a site wide sale, Keith would do Blazing Saddles, which I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to not pick a movie because I have too many movies. Instead, our friends at Deep Discount have done a really cool thing. Are you a Blue Velvet fan? Oh my David God, Lynch? David Lynch. Yeah, I remember I know. Going to
2: that movie in, in the 80s. And going, do you? What the hell was that? That's what I remember walking out of.
0: I have no idea what that was. Dennis about. Hopper, Isabelle Isabel Rossellini, Rossellini, Kyle MacLachlan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Our friend Lauren at Deep Discount sent me uh, three or four copies of Blue Velvet, and we're going to give a couple away today. Oh, groovy. And it's from Criterion. So everybody everybody who knows the show knows when we talk about Criterion, it's the gold standard of movies. They take it. They remaster it. They have all these great things, 4K resolution, alternate soundtrack, lost footage. Blue Velvet Revisited. (laughs) Wow. That was was, a crazy time. Remember that Dean Stockwell? There's a candy-colored man they call the sand. (laughs) (laughs) And then the woman just dancing for no reason. I mean, it was just a whole lot of stuff. You know how the movie begins? uh, Kyle McLaughlin, I think, finds a severed ear. Ear, yeah. Yeah, yeah, your memory's good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so listeners, we're going to give away a couple copies of Blue Velvet, and here's how it's going to work. Garrett is going to play a clue, an audio clue from a movie. If you know where this movie if you know the name of the movie, simply send us your name and address to letters at focusgroupradio.com. dot com. And if you're one of the first two or three people that do this, you're gonna win a, a criterion collection version of Blue Velvet. It's great. you this is great. So But you have to get it correct. But you have to get it correct. Now I didn't go too too hard. Okay. Well well you, you can't say anything either. Okay. I, I've well, done I guess that. it well I'll get it. Oh, we'll see. We'll All see. Right. So Garrett's gonna play the clue. Finally, the vulgar Coleman in Florida, where
1: Armand's home is. So actually, we don't know where we are until we hear our last name pronounced.
0: Mmm. Yeah. It always throws people for a loop mm. and it's out of context. But you'd amaze the listeners. You'd be amazed. Listeners know this stuff. Like, well, okay. Garib, do it one more time.
1: Finally, the vulgar Coleman in Florida,
0: where Armand's home is. So actually, we don't know where we are until we hear our last
1: name pronounced.
0: If you know, I think Keith I got I think it. It clicked. If you know the name of the movie this came from, drop me a line at letters at focusgroupradio.com. And if you're one of the first couple people who do that, you are going to get your own copy of Blue Velvet, courtesy of Deep Discount and, of course, Criterion, the gold standard. I wonder, you know, I was feeling like I was going to do a bonus round. Mm-hmm. I was watching, uh, I was going to have Sharky do a line from a movie I just watched. <laughs> And then I thought better of it. Okay. So, yeah. And you know what? Yeah. You know why that's a good decision? I just looked over to the booth and there's a smiles like, okay, yeah. Pop it. Yeah.
1: If there's a time, if there's a show to do it, this is the show. <laughs> All
0: right. Bonus round. If you get, and I'm going to do it in Sharky's voice, right? So it goes like this. Arr, what we have here, you see, is a failure to communicate. So Sharky's a
2: pirate too, huh?
0: Well, it's a pirate voice, but ah. the movie that line came from I just was watching on TV. So you um, can know that one too. Well, at letters at Focusgroupradio.com send away if you know the the two titles. And uh, so recapping, mm-hmm. I just sprung it on keith i said hey choose a movie i'm sure deep discount has it he recommends blazing saddles or young frankenstein it's a site-wide summer sale and the new release is blue velvet and we played a game if you're on podcast just rewind and listen to the clues again (laughs) (laughs) you'll have a chance to win we're going to take a super quick break before that garrett Thanks, deep discount. <laughs> yeah, there's a, the whole, all the routines. Everything. It's, everything's like, sort of, it's my zebra thing that's throwing everybody off. You're mesmerized, aren't right, you? Hey, Looking. It, it is hypnotic. That's. I, I think hypnotic <laughs> is the word. All right, we're going to take a super quick break. When we return, uh, Keith is going to be going over some fantastic stuff to do in the city if you're here for World Pride, um, and if you're just a citizen, citizen of yeah. the city or in the boroughs, come on in and well, see some of the stuff exactly. you're talking about. We'll be right back after this break.
1: You're listening to The Focus Group with Tim and John. Learn more at focusgroupradio.com. Focus on the savvy side of 9 to 5 with The Focus Group. Try, really try. Listen, laugh, and learn with Tim and John. I never try anything. I just do it.
0: Welcome back to The Focus Group. John Nash with guest host... Keith Price, Hello. our comedian, actor, writer, and radio personality writ large. Voila. Voila. <laughs> so, Voila. so Keith, yes, while we were at break, mm-hmm. a bunch of people have chimed in with, uh, with, uh, cl- uh, names of the clip. Okay. And they've done well. They've All done right. very well. So I'm just going to say to Bob and Rob and Billy and Dan and Larry. <laughs> <Did> they win? <laughs> there's a bunch of people that have... Excellent job, guys. I'm not going to release it. We're not going to say anything right now because, okay. you know, that's do they still the, have to wait. Well, we wait for a little bit. Yeah, we always want to get as much in as possible, and then we'll. Then I think what we might do is if some people might get uh, copies of Blue Velvet, and some people might get focus group socks because we found Tim found a stash of socks. Hey, I love the socks. Without further ado, um, I set this up before we went sure. to break. So I'm going to say it this way: My husband Bob has a coworker. Who said to him the other day, "You better get ready to flee town because the world gays are coming in," <laughs> which I thought was great. The world gays. The world gays. World gay. The world gays. When I reached out to Keith and said, "Do you want to sit in with uh with me on the show?" Um, and then I know that you are. Mr. Broadway and show I
2: do enjoy
0: so you've put together a great list of, I love of that. stuff that people can see if they're in town Broadway off Broadway and as the bonus round cabaret as well yes. which I really highly recommend so the first item on your list that I had on mine was called the prom yes so what tell us about the prom
2: the prom is seven time Tony Award nominated musical Really? Yeah, seven Tonys, including Best Actor, two Best Actresses, um, Beth Level, Caitlin Caitlin Kinnanen, who's the little young ingenue, and Brooks Ashmanskas, who is one of the... Um, kind of veteran actors that's like you know everyone in Broadway knows who he is but the rest of the world is now finding out who he is if that makes sense Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a beautiful story about you know the two young girls who want to go to the prom together and all of the frivolity the crazy people that don't want that to happen and then there's these four actors who come from New York because they need a cause (laughs) and they go cause celebre and they go to this small town in Indiana to help this young lesbian get her prom and it is just one of the most delightful one of the most um touching it's also one of the true kind of throwbacks to good musical comedy angie schwara i haven't forgotten about you angie girl miss angie has a number give him the sass
0: that's all i gotta say all right so Boom. In your critique, mm-hmm. um, how is the score in the music? Memorable? Fabulous. Memorable. Does it, it hits that bar of it hits that you leave bar the of, humming a tune If you don't something? walk out,
2: I can tell you, if you don't walk out humming, give them the zazz, then you haven't seen a show.
0: Then you need to lose your And, gear that's, and that
2: and really, and really, that's like the supporting uh, the featured actor character that she did not get nominated for, but that's another story. um I got a lot of those on that list. Christopher
0: Sieber, I'm sorry I didn't get you either. Josh Lamont, fabulous. This, I'm just saying, these you are people. You know beautiful. what? If Keith were given an acceptance speech at the Oscars, <laughs> the conductor would start doing it. he do thing the music right now, for right? me. The and I'll be like, and still, I love them. No. All right, so the prom. The
2: prom. It is definitely high on the list if you're talking about coming to New York for World Gay Pride. Like if you are gay and you if don't if you're a world them, gay if you're a world gay and you come to New York City and you don't try to see the prom while you're in New York then what kind of gay are you? I'm just <laughs> saying you can't be that gay alright you know I have a friend of mine who is gay that doesn't want to see the prom but he's got a whole other series of issues <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the whole story
0: next on our list here is Ain't Too
2: Proud oh Ain't Too Proud Ain't Too I Proud I see
0: ads on TV for this and it's the life and times of the temptations mm-hmm. uh, another unique opportunity like most Town yep. to have an amazing African American cast on stage and an ensemble. So, you've mm-hmm. seen this. I've seen this one. And how is it?
2: I gotta tell you, it is one of the most hopping, jumping, popping. <laughs> it's like everything that you would want in a musical bio, something or another. And this is the thing. um Who's it? Dominique Morisot wrote the book for the the this show. And it kind of follows along the lines of there's a documentary or a um, a movie docu-drama movie docu- called uh, The Temptation Story, and it kind of follows that path of That's, that story. Okay, And it is high drama, honey. They give you all the ups and downs, as well as the most insane amount of talent on that stage. I am telling you...
0: Could I ask you a weird question? Maybe not ultimately. so weird. What do you think the average age of an actor is in... Ain't, Ain't Too Proud. Too
2: couldn't probably be
0: anywhere between twenty five and
2: thirty to thirty three. You really are narrowing of, that range. Well, though. because I mean, th- I mean, don't get me wrong. Derek Baskins is a little bit out of the the age range, and he's uh, the lead that got nominated for uh, lead actor. But he's he's older than a lot of the c- people in the cast. Like, there's a, at least a ten year difference between him and the other folks. I mean, but those kids are like in their dancing, singing primes, just like the actual. Which people leads were.
0: me to to dovetail onto that point. Is there a dancing, singing prime? Ooh,
2: I think there is. I mean, I think as you get older, you slow down maybe a little bit. Like, you know, some of the great dancers of the world will tell you that they can't kick and carry on like that, but they still have their rhythm and they still have their essence. Um, but like, in terms sheer of... Sheer physical. The, but the sheer physical nature of the kind of dance that I saw in Ain't Too Proud, uh, Sergio Trujillo is the choreographer, nominated for Tony. If If they... Like that dancing, you. Ca- I was exhausted after the second or third number, so I kept, I, you know. And I was just wow. watching. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm just sitting my big behind watching. So to see them carry on the way that those kids carrying on on that stage, it's just. It was a mind-blowing.
0: I tell you, that would have been a fascinating casting to watch. Oh, my gosh. Because I wonder, they probably had a range of super talented people. Yeah. I'm mean narrow that down. And,
2: you know, the, and the cast that they have, in that cast right now, there's a young man, Jeremy Pope, who's nominated for featured actor in a musical. Jeremy Pope and Ephraim Sykes. And Jeremy Pope also is nominated for a play that's closed called, the Choir, called Choir Boy. Remember choir boy? Yeah. yeah, and he was in that play, and he got nominated for uh, lead actor in a play in
0: that show. Some of these guys, some of these so, performers are so talented. They're doing it, and and what a prime time! All right, next up is a, a one I had never heard of called Hades Town. Hades
2: Town. Hades Town is the Most dark and grim. It's dark and grim.
0: <laughs> you know, the well,
2: the I mean, musical. it takes place in hell. So there you go. The That's story real. of Persephone, and and the they, it's like they've zhuzhed up the Greek telling of that story the and Greek given, myth. And it is, I have not yet had a chance to see this, although I have met a lot of the, the folks like the choreographer, David Newman. And it's a musical. And it's a musical. And
0: the woman, Why do I, you know, the minute I see this, I think to myself, The demon and Barbara Fleet. Yes, Street. exactly. It's like exactly. Or well, it's kind like, of
2: that kind of, you know, it's heaven and hell. I mean, you know, the battle oh, between, right. you know. And, and um, uh, David Newman, who's a choreographer, was nominated, and uh, Andre DeShiels nominated as well. I think the, I think the leads in that show on, um, oh my God, I'm doing this off the top of my head cause we couldn't print. What's it. amazing you're
0: doing off the yeah, top um, of your head.
2: Mitchell. Oh my God. She's Andrea Gray. That's it. Gray. And, um, Ava Noblezada, and, uh, oh, Peter Patrick Page, Patrick Page, Peter Page, Patrick Page. Anyway, Mr. Page, you know who you are. Um, and he this cast, though the show itself was, it started off in the um, lower portions of the was it the New York Theater Workshop area, yeah. and it was a, something that left, went to Toronto, had a whole so they flip worked and it, change, it, worked it, worked went it. to London, had a whole change, and then brought it from London here. What we're seeing now is a London cast, and Anais Mitchell, who wrote the book, music, and the lyrics for that show, she is uh, like one of the few women that's ever been nominated for that particular, like has had that. Role as both the book writer as well as the music and lyrics. And oh, like,
0: interesting! So you you know, she's, she's she's kind of a thing, up. and
2: like the first person to ever actually win the the Tony for music and lyrics as a woman was just recently with Cindy Lauper for Kinky Boots.
0: That's the last time that's happened and that a
2: woman has won for both. And I think first, last, end. So
0: you've not seen this, but you want to see. I
2: right? want to see. This. this is on my list of things to catch to see,
0: <laughs> and it should be on the list of the World Gays,
2: exactly, because it's it's <laughs> and again for the World Gays who love the theater. Because we have to have that at a denim. That's going to be the show that probably is going to walk away with the most Tonys.
0: Wow. So. Okay. Next up, we have Be More Chill. Be More Chill. Be More Chill so is... So I cannot even figure out what Be More Chill is from the poster, but I'm assuming it's about a teenager.
2: It's, it's a teen-driven story. Um, It's based on a book. See, I I have those in my notes. I didn't have his name number. But it was, um, the music is by, music and lyrics by a man named Joe Iconis, who has a whole downtown reputation. Everyone downtown knows him. He is like the musical genius of the downtown area. And so this, having made the, the mark to get to Broadway now with Be More Chill, is a huge, huge feat for him. Because he's got such a wonderful library of songs and music music that people are dying to sing. <laughs> it's like you in know his what I mean? shows. In in his shows and just in his cadre of things. And it's great because he has another show that's gonna be going off Broadway this summer, but it'll be later on after Pride that they're gonna start doing called The Broadway Bounty Hunter with with you know Annie Golden from um Orange is the new black. Yeah, she's the the silent woman, and yep. she's going to be the lead. That's he wrote that show basically. So
0: what for is her. what is Be More Chill about?
2: Be More Chill is one of those teen stories about the kids who there's a, a music that they listen to with their headphones, and it's what it creates for them, the mood that they have, and how they interact with each other.
0: It's kind of like. So it's, it's like the earbuds go in, they're in their own world. They're on the world. how that world is articulated on stage. stage.
2: But it's just, it's a beautiful tale for kids to see. For the young, it's become a, a catch thing for a younger audience that, you know, zeitgeisty, rent, zeitgeist like um, a producer's kind sure. of thing. But I mean, but it's really designed for. A younger audience and it is one of those shows that before it actually came to Broadway like the number of downloads on Spotify that it had gotten
0: just like, on the music just
2: for the music alone was like into the millions
0: so in other words it's it's got a good book it's
2: got a good it's got a good story it didn't get a lot of love for the Tonys um, but I think it's gonna be one of those stories that a lot of the Tony critics didn't love it but the rest of the population liked well, it and that'll kind of buoy it through the rest of the All season. Right.
0: Now, this so, next one, the last two, I'm curious to see what you say about mm-hmm. So the first one's Pretty Woman. And, of course, that is based on the movie with Julia Roberts yep. and uh, Richard Gere.
2: Richard Gere with Andy Carl and Samantha Barks. But is it literally we, like a ret- There's there. You know, the thing is, in the age of the Me Too, everyone has to kind of temper these stories that involve the man saving the woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, the hooker yeah. with the heart of gold. You know, they have to temper those the stories. The hooker with the heart of gold. They is. got to temper the stories a little bit. But Samantha Barks does a magnificent job in that role as Vivi, I believe her name yep. is. Vivian. And Andy Carl playing the Richard Gere role. Phenomenal.
0: I How old him. is the male lead, do you think?
2: Andy Carl is probably... Forty. Oh, so they really are casting. The kind, of, kind of cast
0: to, it close to he's the. He's a businessman. He's got yes. a career, more like the movie. And he plays
2: it very. And those of you who know Andy Carl know that he's a big giant goofball in general. And so watching him play this kind of like square character for me is fun, just because. And then, of course, the supporting cast, um, Eric Anderson, who I think got robbed this year from the Tonys because as a featured actor, he really does drive a lot of the movement for the story. Or Faye by girl or face she should have been nominated because again killer range killer song one song you come out you blow it out of the water that's what people come to see and so i feel like and of course she has a really great character as well but i think that they they suffered from the fact that they started back in august and they've survived
0: they've survived (laughs) And
2: and then all of these other shows that we've talked about are shows that dropped like within the last six weeks so those shows got all the attention when it came time for nominations and the show that's been open kind of got ignored. So
0: Wow. And the la- and the last on this like movie to musical route is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, I just saw that last night. Now, you know, uh, Keith, I got to tell you. I, I called up this graphic I the, and I love what they did so if mm-hmm. if you're not if you don't happen to be watching the video stream you're listening to the audio that it says Beetlejuice the musical the musical the musical because mm-hmm. remember the movie you had to say his name three times which I thought was really crap why do I th- I thought to myself didn't they do this it, it seems so perfectly set up to be a stage play well I mean this
2: this show that we're seeing now is the the second incarnation of the show because they had a run out of town in D.C. So I'm not crazy. You're there not there crazy. wasn't a
0: Beetlejuice the musical.
2: Yeah, okay. that was in D.C. And that's the show that they brought back to New York.
0: After working on after it. After
2: working on it and doing some interesting changes for things. I didn't get to see it in D.C., but I saw it last night. And I got to tell you. You saw it last night? I saw it last night. And that show is, you got to be ready for high energy. You have to be ready for – it's it's a visual feast because they're doing things. I can imagine. They've got the sandworms. Mm-hmm.
0: Got,
2: you know, these great things that they're doing, or graphics. Uh, the the songs, I, I have to be honest because I don't want to – Don't lie. Like I, don't lie. But I'm going to tell you something. The singers, the actors, the performers that are in there, they're giving absolutely everything. Every vo- vo- vocal moment is genius. I just – I didn't walk away the with, song. with a song – that was the only thing. Everything else was fantastic, but that was the only thing about the show. I didn't get to walk away with a song. And I mean, there was it's like, and I vaguely remember some of it, but nothing just like, you know how some things just kick you right in the throat. Yeah. That yeah. it didn't do that for me. And I felt bad because I love firing on all else. cylinders. And it was just that just it just kind of f- Ooh, Like, oh, you know, there was like the the numbers themselves are big and the, the performances are huge. Alex Brightman playing Beetlejuice shut the front door. And this young girl, Sophie Ann Caruso, okay, Sophia Ann Caruso, she you when she opens her mouth, you're just like, What? <laughs> it's like, what kind of voice is that?
0: Amazing, is it? Who does this? Alex Brightman, Carrie Butler. I love Carrie. So, Butler. here's one for you. Um, my downstairs neighbor uptown where I live, mm-hmm. um. He and his wife live below us. They have a beautiful new baby boy, but he is a musical director. And he has been working on a show for the last several months. He calls it a jukebox musical.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: he said it's constantly being worked. and they they take it. they took it to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. They came back with reams of notes, and now they're ripping some of the songs apart. And I, I said to him, "Is it really?" Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, to get it to the point of a memorable, great book it goes through a lot yeah it has it's, it's time-consuming it's not like it the, this, this it's sometimes months and years before these things hit the stage mm-hmm. right but it was but again
2: though like I said do not sleep on Beetlejuice because it is a lot of fun that's the
0: thing oh got it all right so, so visually you're gonna fun. be like
2: visually it's gonna it's gonna get you the songs are fun in the moment but like I said they didn't a lot of them didn't stick with me because there's a lot of there's a lot of lyrics, I should say, that they use in the song.
0: So it's it's very wordy. A song. It's not like Camelot. Oh, what do the simple folk do to help pick them up when they're blue? They sit around all day in a very ordinary way, and that's what simple folk do. That's a song from that's Camelot. A, yes, <laughs> but it's like there's a
2: lot of pattern in between those beats, though, in some of the songs. There's, I mean, I, God bless them because I couldn't, I, I don't know how how easy it is to memorize that kind of stuff because. Okay, oh, it's,
0: it's, you know, think of how hard it is. And then you're doing your I line, mean, then you're hitting your mark, I then you're mean, doing this, then you're doing that. You know, I mean,
2: and these guys, the singing, the dance, it's 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 wonderful characterization stuff is fabulous, but there's a lot of moments in that movie too, or in the show that kind of throw back to the movie, like you know the shrunken headed
0: yeah yeah
2: thing. You know you have a lot of that energy there too. So I, I like I'm not poo pooing it. I don't want you to think I was poo pooing it. It's just like I said, I have to be honest about the songs because for someone like me, I I need a song too. A hook. But the whole yeah. thing is just Alex Timbers, your direction, Mwah. fabulous. Didn't
0: get, he didn't get a nomination either, but that's another story. Those Emmys don't show anybody love. All right. Mm-hmm. Off-Broadway, mm-hmm. Uh, there are two shows. Um, one I know and I've heard from people, uh, and if I'm thinking the right thing, The Play That Goes Wrong. The Play That Goes Wrong. it has been on for a while.
2: Actually, that play transferred from Broadway after to back to Off-Broadway only because there was a venue and it's such a need. It was one of those shows that honestly people... It stayed. To, it was at one point one of the
0: longest-running plays in New York. And the key thing here about this is, this is a play. It's a play. So you know, for those of you who you know, we've been talking musicals right. and big stage productions. Sometimes people just want to go to a play.
2: And, and I and I have a list of the Broadway ones. It's like I said, I, I couldn't use the printer, so I'm trying to like I'm slowly trying to be subtle and pull up the list. But like on Broadway right now, there are lots of really great names of people that are doing stuff. We have all my sons right now. It's. Um, Oh gosh, if the playwright's name just went out of my head. Wrote the crucible, Arthur Miller. Um, wow, okay. So, all my sons with Annette Benning. Yes, and Tracy I, Letts I saw her profile then. Benjamin CBS Walker. This morning, yeah. yeah, and so that's.
0: There's a scene they revival. show her where she's like, she's two sons, military, one goes off, I think, doesn't come home from mm-hmm. war, and it's like a one set moment, like, yeah. Like it's a. Victorian kind of farmhouse, and it looks like everybody's like vision of what Iowa or like whatever that would look like. And then it just gets destroyed. So, a Play That Goes Wrong and is that a goes comedy. Wrong. It's
2: comedy. It's a farcical comedy. You know, it's basically I've seen a, the ads. Up. Yeah, it's just a stage it's theater fun. thing where everybody, you know, this everything that could go wrong in a production goes wrong. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sets fall, pieces fall. But it's so much fun for everybody. That's
0: another one. And this other one, which I think is brilliant, is called Camp Morningwood. Yeah, Morningwood. Yeah. So before the show, I said to Keith that uh, John Waters did a summer camp. I don't know. It was it was either this year or last year, and everybody it was like it was mm-hmm. vodka shots. It was like as crazy. Yeah. I thought this was his when I started to pay attention oh, to it, but you know, and no. it's a musical,
2: a very naked musical.
0: Oh, <laughs> really? There's nudity.
2: There's there's after about fifteen minutes in, the, the clothes come off. I've been told.
0: I actually just did. Is a this kind of like naked boy singing? It's,
2: it is a combination as they said to me of. A Rocky Horror Picture Show meets Naked Boys Singing. <laughs> it's like,
0: you didn't, you didn't well, respond. That's because immediately when you said it's a combination and you said Rocky Horror I automatically go to Frankenfurter, mm-hmm. Sweet Transvestite yes. from Transsexual Transylvania. Yes. And in fact, my brain literally called up that video clip. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so how does that match with well, I mean, Naked Boys Singing? Well, you know, it's, it is well, a... Well, Rocky, a, I guess.
2: The, yeah, well, there's a, a couple a uh, gay couple uh, on their drive they wind up ending up in a uh, they're like going through issues with their their relationship so they're trying to figure out their relationship you know, what they're going to do up gonna exactly, exactly. Like rocky horror exactly. set it exactly and then they end up driving somewhere and getting lost and ending up at this nudist camp and in the middle of the nudist camp there's a lot yeah, of burning f- wood Got it. All right. Boom. Now and everyone. I actually um, in I guess a week and a half, two weeks. I'll have a podcast where I've talked to everybody that was involved with the, the show. show. Had all of the
0: actors. To remind everybody again, that podcast is Keith Price's Curtain Call. It's my wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you, you got to be nice. You have to be nice <laughs> to these guys. They they push buttons. They can make things. You talk about the play that goes wrong. I right, exactly want to see a show that <laughs> it's goes like wrong. The show Why that goes wrong. <laughs> I mean, they they the I tell you, uh, Garrett and Steve are very patient. They put up with the puppet. They put up a lot of things. <laughs> so and then they tell you after the show it was a great show, and then they'll thing. say especially the puppet part. Yeah, I put that up there. Yeah. Some of your some of your many famous faces. Right. Some of the controversial. Wrapping ones, up because we're running out of time. Oh, no. Not, not, we're okay. We're running out, but we're okay. It's All right. balancing out. Good or bad? Cabaret. Keith has done everybody a huge favor by mentioning. I think it's three shows. Yes. Fifty-four below.
2: Yes, fifty four below. Laura Feinstein's o- fifty four below. Excuse me.
0: Feinstein's fifty four. Laura Osnis and mm-hmm. Tony Yazbeck. Yes, and they're doing songs by Gershwin and Moore. Yes. Now, if you've never been to Feinstein's fifty four below, Have you been? yes, okay, I saw Cheetah Rivera perform there. Yes, we were literally four rows from the stage. She's eighty something. She An came electric, out and baby. she put on one hell. of... It, it was fun. I mean. I can't. And she t- doesn't dance the way she probably would have years ago. She moves, but she's not. But you mm-hmm. know her voice. She And she has a presence, and she involved the whole band. And, you know, I'm lighting up talking about it because I don't get to see a lot of shows or cabaret, but there's something magical about cabaret, which well, see, I'm glad you included.
2: You're, you're what you're the classic example of what I try to explain to people, why if, if you are a theater fan and you're coming to New York City and you're planning to do like theater runs and all that kind of stuff that you really should stop and see what's happening at Feinstein's 54 below or at the green room 42, which is another yep. space and see who's there. Because if you're a real fan of, of the theater, you will find out that the, like a lot of your favorite people are doing shows. shows. Like it's like Chita Rivera is somebody that she's actually doing a round of shows there right now, soon coming up actually. Um, but like during the month of pride, it's like, this is like another example of something else that, is different, but yet still has that same kind of appeal. And if you're, like I said, if you're a fan of the person that's performing, you're going to get to see them do stuff in a way that they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have to be doing a script on Broadway or a musical thing. I
0: feel super lucky that I saw Bobby Short at the Carlisle before he retired. And And then passed away. And passed away. And it was actually a very close... God yeah. bless him that he got to do what he loved all right the way the up end. until the, uh, the end. Marilyn May, we, we've interviewed her on she's the show. She's the most, the she's absolute most. Woman, but she's got a voice the size of a stadium. Whoa, <laughs> I love me some Marilyn May. But she holds a room. That's it. She captivates the audience. She She's intimate and her voice is beautiful. beautiful. And what Keith and I are talking about her uh, the Carlisle was where yeah. Bobby Short was. And Marilyn May, I saw it. Uh, she was in our studio. We also saw it at 54, Einstein's 54 Below. What is uh, Green Room? The
2: Green Room 42 is uh, one of the newer spaces that's in the Yotel Hotel.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Right on what 40... a strange corner there. It's is. an
2: odd corner, 42nd and like 10th. It's the
0: exit of the Lincoln Tunnel. And you're, <laughs> and you're right there. Ba boom. <laughs> <laughs> Cabaret by the tunnel. And, I the mean, yot- yeah. <laughs> and the hotel is a place you sleep in a tube. It of t- like a like, sleeper it's with Woody Allen. It's, it's really small
2: space. Wow, oh, okay. But, but that cabaret room is the latest that has been available to performing artists, and they have really come to love that space because there's a <laughs> little of the bit of difference. State of the art, the food is fabulous, the cover doesn't usually fluctuate more than $25 person um it's just and it is it's a, a, another space to enjoy your favorite artists if you are someone who's coming to new have york have you been there i've been there before as a matter of fact um june 15th i believe it is i it was on my thing but you'll go to her website one of my favorite people is a woman named vivian reed two-time tony award I winning that Vi- name, yeah. vivian reed honey she was nominated for bubbling brown sugar this is how far back she goes way back when how old is she well, I don't think she wants me to give her age,
0: but she's living. <laughs> Instead of, none of my business how old she you is. You are so. She's living. You're courteous and you're kind. But she,
2: <laughs> let me tell you something. You want to go see a performance of someone who has been in the business as well as the Marilyn Mays and the stuff of the world, sure. who is still kicking it and still giving you glamour on that stage. Honey, Miss Vivian
0: Reed. Is Agree fabulous. though that it's a rarefied crowd. It is. And that it's getting smaller. And I'm not sure who these new voices are that might come to yeah, fill, the, fill the gaps. Yeah. I, it's, it's a very interesting
2: time, too, that w- with, there's not a lot of singers like that.
0: That's what, When you know we what interviewed mean? Marilyn May, she said that. She said that the world she came out of fostered and created and, and, and really... Just yeah. that talent. But now it's a, so competitive. you got to fill the room. You have to guarantee your yeah, If you your don't have enough or,
2: followers on your Twitter, they don't want to hire you. If you don't have enough Facebook friends. And, or likes.
0: Like or likes. My favorite thing in the world is likes on Facebook. I like toothpaste. <laughs> I like potatoes. I like water. Does that mean I'm buying them every second? And, you know, like... I, I, I... But I, I I don't want to sleep on Miss Vivian Reed because
2: I forgot the date. It's June fifteenth, I believe it is, at seven o'clock. And if not, go to vivianreed.com. Easy, easy, and okay. get that as well. And also to another space that I've forgotten about too is the Cutting Room
0: here in oh, New York. Oh, Cutting Room. I was I'm curious about that. So that's still up and running. That's
2: still open. They've moved. Remember, it used to be like on Twenty Fifth yes. Street. Yes, it's now moved. Like further uptown, but it's like in the 30s somewhere in Murray, the Murray Hill area, kind of. And they there's a wonderful young woman who's going to be performing. and I'm going to be interviewing her this week. Her name is Jessica Fontana, and Jessica Fontana is you know one of those she's one of those people who I've come to get to know and just love how old and is she? she is ingenue-ish that's our big thing okay. she's
0: probably late oh I gotta stop 30. this I'm asking all these age questions all like, up in her how business is, how old is she? how old is she?
2: all up in your business Jessica anyway but um, she's gonna be doing a show at the Cutting Room on the 11th and I believe the 17th are you talking well. about like an hour 11th, and 20 minutes? hour set, 20 maybe? minute set And that's a lot of work and it's she's, she's one of those actresses like Laura Austin who we mentioned earlier she's kind of in that same category of actresses that are you know soprano like and they can sing and do all of these things and very ingenue-ish like young and cute and pert and fabulous and they can sing and do all of these wonderful things and she's one of them and it's really great because i got to beat her and then it turns out her husband y'all is nominated for a tony for tootsie
0: Wow.
2: Not that not that that takes anything away from, from her, her as no. a talent, but it's kind of it helped me get to meet him.
0: <laughs> Cuz I met her first. Five stars. <laughs> that like on Amazon, it's a five-star five review. Star. I met the husband. I met the husband. All right, we got to wrap up. <sighs> let our let everybody know where they can find everything about the fabulous Keith Price. Well, you can
2: come to my website keithpricecomic.com or if they want to know more about the podcast KeithPriceCurtainCall.com actually goes to the same place but that's because I've learned how to do that and I've learned how to work that damn techno <laughs> connecting
0: stuff. URLs exactly, it's baby. Very so modern. You're gonna end up in the same spot. Very modern. That's
2: where you can go to find out more about that. You can find out about the latest uh, podcasts. I have a blog, kpcurtaincall.com. You can go there and see the list. It's all connected to everything.
0: Well, a a very very big thank you for sitting in today with me thank on you the show, for um, me. everybody. I hope you enjoyed, uh, Mr. Keith Price. You will be back.
2: Yes. Now, did you tell them what the winners, the the quotes? No, no, no that
0: there? comes <gasps> later. That comes later. They don't get to know, 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 them. Get to know them until. Later. But a lot of people guessed it correctly. So, all right. Big thank you to uh, Garrett and Steve. Thanks, guys. Hey guys. Welcome to Calendar Summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? The calendar. I'm like, it's the. Fifth week of the, the fourth week Of the fifth month Of the new year I'm Tim makes Bust my ass On this one A big thank you To Deep Discount Thank you to them Today for letting us Give away copies Of this week's release Blue Velvet On Criterion Collection And it's the Site-wide sale So Sharky says The puppet Which You know People seem to love it Or maybe They actually hate it You know what I, They'll I get over it They'll go on with You will do You know what, what? You, you are darn food. right About that If Who I you? want to do The puppet It's my show That's right anyway, <laughs> Thank you, you to Deep Discount. To <laughs> As Tim likes to say, or he likes to sometimes not say it correctly, uh, don't text and drive, arrive alive. And see, we even created this little <laughs> graphic form. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you in the new week.
1: It's the Focus Group with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Accessible on all platforms. Subscribe, like, and rate us on your platform of choice. Learn more at focusgroupradio.com. That was a stunning focus group.